0: Hey, Rockstar, it's Christina here. Do you want to feel more confident and have more influence when speaking with others? If so, join my free Small Talk Made Simple class. In this 10-day email course, you'll learn how to clearly communicate your value, have great conversations, and create stronger relationships. Sign up now. It's totally free at thecmethod.com. Welcome to Stand Out, Get Noticed, the podcast that helps you speak and present with rockstar confidence. I'm Christina Canters, your host and founder of The C-Method, communication skills training. For free resources and to subscribe to the show, visit thecmethod.com. Hi there, rockstar, and welcome to Stand Out, Get Noticed. Christina with you here for Episode 164, and I'm podcasting to you all the way from Roma, Italia. Yes, Aaron and I have been here in Rome for almost a week now, and we are absolutely loving the European sunshine, the delicious food. Oh, my goodness, the gelati. Bellissimo. (laughs) It's amazing. We're here in Europe for the next five weeks or so. For work and play. We're meeting with various universities here to discuss partnering with them um, with our other business, Podcast Services Australia, which is really exciting. And another thing that's really exciting is we're going to London this weekend to speak at a podcast event at WeWork with big thanks to my friend Bernie J. Mitchell from At Work Hubs uh, for running that meetup and for having us um, speak. So if you are in London this Saturday, the 9th of June, do pop by and join us to discuss all things podcasting. I'll put a link in uh, to the event in the description of this podcast. Um, Otherwise, go to thecmethod.com slash events. So yeah, lots of exciting things happening. Okay, today on the podcast, we're talking about value. And this topic came up for me a couple of days before I left Melbourne. I was speaking at a conference at, uh, for the Australian Institute of Conveyances and my talk was all about how to communicate yourself with confidence, which included knowing and communicating the value you bring. And And this kept coming up in the conference. Uh, one of the challenges conveyances have is that they are uh, – um, they struggle to, to put their fees up out of losing a fear of losing clients, but it means that their businesses suffer and it means they're not as profitable as they could be. So this came up quite a bit in the conference. Uh, we talked about the idea of value and how you can sell, how to v- sell your value effectively. Um, so that's what we're talking about today because I thought this is, this doesn't just affect, um, conveyances. This affects many different people. It doesn't matter if you are running your own business or if you are um, an an employed professional. So today we're going to look at what is value, why it's so important to be able to communicate effectively. And I'm going to share with you how you can start to doing this. Now, like I said, this will be relevant for you if you run your own business or if you do freelance work and you are charging way too little for your services. Maybe you're afraid to put your prices up. Um, This podcast is also for you if you are an employed professional and you feel like you deserve to be paid more. But when it comes to asking for a pay rise, you shrink and you struggle to explain why you deserve that amount of money. Or maybe you're going for a new job and you struggle when it comes to um, that salary negotiation. Now, I've found that in my experience, these challenges with knowing and communicating your value, it affects women more than men. Yes, us women, we tend to undervalue ourselves and it can lead to us not getting paid what we're worth, which can lead us to feeling dissatisfied in our career or business, Um, not being as profitable, which can also lead to financial stress. And that's not what we want, is it ladies? Well, that's not what I want for you in any case. So listen in because I'm going to share some insights with you that will encourage you to start thinking differently about how you see yourself and the value you provide. Okay, let's get into it. Well, show notes for this episode will be at thecmethod.com slash value. Okay, now firstly, what is value? I looked this up. Googled it, you know, that's what we do. And one definition that I found was the importance, worth, or usefulness of something. I'll say that again. The value is the importance, worth, or usefulness of something. And we all have this. We all have value that we provide. We are all doing something that is important, that is useful, that is helping others. Okay, so we all have value, but it's just a matter of how we are able to communicate that. Now, there are a number of ways in which you can communicate your value, and the way that I'm going to structure it today is through questions to ask yourself. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to share with you uh, one, two, three, four questions. Four questions to ask yourself that's going to um, help you to to understand what value it is that you bring. So the first thing is to ask yourself, what is my unique skill set? Now, there's this story about Picasso, about how he was sitting in a cafe one day and um, a woman came up to him and said, oh, my God, Picasso, I love you. I love your work. Can you can you draw something for me on a napkin? And he said, sure, okay. So he quickly sketched out a, you know, a quick drawing, a quick sketch, and gave it to the woman, and he said, there you go, that'll be $50,000. And she looks at him in, in shock and she goes, but what? But that only took you a minute. And he replies to her and says, no, it took me 40 years. Now, I love this story because there are so many things that we are good at that have taken us years to to build up with with the skill and experience. And that is something that you need to consider when you think about what is the value that you bring. So what you do, think about the work that you do. What it is that you do that is visible to others is just the tip of the iceberg. Your value is not the activities that you do or the work you produce. Your value is also the time you spend to do it. It's also the experience that you've had. It's the classes and the courses and the books that you've read and everything you've done up to that point that has equipped you with that skill set, um, with the right um, approach, all of those things. All of that contributes to the value, okay? So I want you to get out of this mindset of, oh, this took me X amount of time or, oh, I've just, I just wrote this report or I signed this thing off or I drew this thing. That's not the value. Think about everything you've done up until that point that's equipped you to be able to do that thing. So what you can do is you can write down all your experiences, write down all of the courses that you've done, all the professional development, everything you've done to get up to that point something and, and write down all those things that contribute to that unique skill set, okay? Um, even write down things that you don't think are relevant. For example, when I first started my my training business, The C Method, I didn't think that my background as an architect was really that important. I didn't think it was relevant because it's like, well, I'm not an architect anymore, so why would I talk about that? I, I'm I, I I do communication skills um, training and, and and coaching. This is what I do now, but what I found was that people were very interested in my background. My background actually held a lot of value for a lot of people because they could see that oh she's had she's got this skill set from another profession. She's taken upon herself to quit her job and take take on a new um, career. Um, she's got other areas of skill, you know, that she's learned from architecture. So all of these things contributed or they contribute. So think about the things that contribute for you as well, okay? Now, you don't have to necessarily tell people that, you know, about, oh, I've read all these books and I've done all these courses. You don't have to say all that, but like every time. But if you can hold that in the front of your mind, when you speak about yourself and your work, If when you know deep down that I've done all of this work to get me to this point, that's going to give you that extra bit of confidence and it will come through in your tone when you speak. Okay, so that's really important. So that was what is your unique skill set is a very powerful question to ask. Okay, the second question that you can ask is what problems do I solve? Now, true value Is you being able to solve someone's problem? Everyone has a problem. Everyone has problems at some point, right? That's that's what we do. You're helping someone. If you if they didn't need your help, they wouldn't be coming to you. So I want you to think about what is having that problem solved worth for them? Okay. So you solving this problem, what is that worth for them? Now, I want you to think about a product or a service that you happily pay for and think about the problem that that is solving for you. For example, um, I'll give you an example, Uber. For if, I'm, if I'm in the city late at night and I need to go home, I could either pay $4 for public transport to get me home or I could pay $20 for an Uber. Now, most of the time, I'm happy to pay for that Uber. And if you think about what's involved in that Uber trip, you could say I'm paying $20 for 20 minutes of that driver's time. But the driver spending 20 minutes to drive me home is not the value he brings to me. That's, that's not the problem that he's solving. The problem that he's solving is that I want to get home faster right? Or I want a convenient way to get home. And if I can get home faster, it means that I have more time to relax at home, or I can get to bed early, which means that I'm more rested for the next day. It means that I'm getting home safer, which means I have peace of mind after a long day. And that's a problem that he's solving for me. He or she, sorry, the Uber driver. Um, It's more convenient as I don't have to walk to the tram stop. All of these things are solving a problem that I have in that Oh, I'm in the city. It's late at night. I want to get home quickly because I'm tired, I'm hungry, and I just want to get home. So that's that's a problem that's being solved. So I want you to think about who it is that you help. And I've talked about this before on on the podcast. Who do you help? So and how do you help them? What problem are you solving? Number 3. The third question to ask yourself is what's my magic trick? I like this one because this is what, um, I want you to think about how, like what it is that makes you different, that make, something that, that you can do that you can do easily. So this is something else that brings value. Things that other people can't do or find really difficult to do, but you can do easily. And it's, and I call it a magic trick because to other people, it seems like magic. It's like, how did you do that? I have no idea. For example, I am terrible with Outlook email, like techie email stuff. And Aaron's email was playing up and I was trying to fix it by Googling the answer, which took me hours of my time and it led to so much frustration and I didn't even get it, get it fixed. So in the end I thought, you know what, I'm just gonna go on Airtasker and find a guy to fix it. So we found a guy and offered him $50, said, hey, 50 bucks, can you fix our Outlook issue? And it took him 10 minutes. And you could look at it and say, well, 50 bucks for 10 minutes, that's pretty expensive. But to be honest, I was so happy to pay that $50 because I had no idea how to do it myself. I was watching him do his thing, you know, watching him fix it. And I was like, how the hell does he know this stuff? This is like magic. All of a sudden, it works. And before it didn't work. I'm kind of like that with mechanics, like with car stuff. I just don't get it. I'm also like that with my hairdresser. I'm like, I don't know how you do that, how you cut my hair, and it looks great, but I, I have no idea. It's just magic to me. So have a think about what it is that you do that makes other people go, I don't know how you do that. It's like magic. I wouldn't know where to start. How, how, is, that even, how is that even possible? Now, with these magical skills that we have, we tend to discount them because they either come naturally to us and we're just good at them, or because we enjoy doing them, we've developed a skill in it. So, we tend to discount and go, oh, no, no, it was nothing. It was fine. But that's not okay. Okay. You don't take what you can do easily for granted or think that, oh, it's just nothing because you're actually creating magic for someone else. So I want you to be aware of the language you use when you're working your magic. Avoid phrases like, oh yeah, I'll just do this little thing for you. Or, oh, that'll only take a minute. Or, oh, that's simple. I'll just, I'll just do this. You know, phrases like that make it sound like, oh, it's nothing. It's no big deal. I'll just quickly do this little thing. When in reality, but to the other person, they're going, oh, that's not just a quick thing. Remember me trying to fix my outlook, right? I spent hours. It's to the, to the, Outlook email guy, he's going that was easy, that was a simple little thing, but for me I'm like I have no clue. So when it comes to when you talk about yourself, be very when you talk about the work that you're doing, be very measured and calm and confident and give your words some weight. So instead of saying, "Oh yeah yeah, I can I can do that. That's pretty simple." Say, "Yes, I can make that happen for you or I'm happy to help you with that." Right? See so, see the difference? will hear the difference. I want you to start practicing that. So that one is think about what's your magic trick. The fourth question to ask yourself uh, is what are the outcomes I achieve? Now, one of the most important lessons I've learned since starting my own business is to stop charging for time. So charging by the hour. Now this is huge and there are entire books and podcasts and people dedicated to this. Um, and I've learned a lot from my coach, Farnush Brock, as well. I know she's uh, writing an entire book around sales and and being able to communicate your value. Uh, also, if you're interested to learn more, I highly recommend Alan Weiss's book, Million Dollar Consulting. He's an absolute gun. Um, and it, it's all about being a value-based consultant. Um, after reading his book, I changed the way that I write my proposals when I'm pitching for consulting work with companies. Um, So it's all about focusing on the outcomes that you achieve rather than the deliverables, like what you're doing. Now I'll give you a quick example. So this is what a proposal might sound like if I focus on the tasks and the time. So firstly, so it would go something like, you know, here's what I'll do, three hours of preparation time four times 90-minute workshops. The workshop topics are communicate with confidence, pitch yourself better, et cetera, et cetera. Um, one 60-minute follow-up feedback session and um, 30, uh, 30 handouts for you know all the different people. So that's like an example of deliverables. But it is, it's, it's exactly the same as any other consultant's deliverables. There's nothing unique about that. So what I've learned to do So what I've learned to do is – and what I write is I literally write in the proposal the value – I'll say the value to the organization and the value could include higher level of job satisfaction, increased overall effectiveness and productivity of team, increased engagement with clients and other stakeholders, higher levels of trust in the company, increased bottom line as a result of greater productivity and staff retention, Can you hear what that, you know, the value that's there? So it's less about the, oh, I will deliver this. I will do that. It's about, hey, this is the result that you're going to get after the training that I do, okay? So the company or my client isn't going to pay me for the time spent training. There's no value there. They're paying me for the overall outcomes and results, So have a think about the bigger picture impact of the services you provide or the work that you do. Um, if you are, if you are unsure, ask yourself the question, why is this important? So think about the tasks that you do and go, okay, well, why is this important? And then ask yourself again, well, why is that important? And what result does that have? And what result does that have? And what result does that have? I want you to keep expanding further and further and really opening your mind up to the greater or the bigger picture impact that your work has. Okay. It's very, it's not going to be about the one specific task that you're doing. It's actually having a greater impact. So if you can understand what that greater impact is, you can communicate that and share that with your client or your boss or, who, or whoever it is that you're working with and go, you know what, this is what we're actually helping you to achieve, this bigger picture stuff. We're not just delivering X, Y, Z. So those are four questions to ask yourself. Um, and if you can go through and write some things down and, and really think about um, the answers It's going to help you to understand what your value actually is and hopefully hopefully put you in that that powerful mindset um, and helping you when you talk about yourself and what you do. To quickly recap, number one, what is my unique skill set? Number two, what problems do I solve? Number three, what's my magic trick? And number four, what are the outcomes I achieve? Now, some of you might be thinking, yeah, well, Christina, I don't, I don't like to sound like I'm bragging. You know, this all sounds very much like I'm going to be, you know, talking myself up. Now, when you talk about your value, okay, this is really common. I hear this all the time. People don't want to sound like they're bragging and I get that. When you talk about your value, you're not talking about how good you are, okay? You're not saying, I'm really good at this or my work is outstanding, you're actually talking about how you are going to serve them, serve the client, okay? It's actually not about you. It's about them. It's about how you can help them. So, instead of saying, I'm really good at this and I'm really good at that, you're saying, well, this is how I'll be able to help you and these are the results I'm going to get for you. You hear the difference? You could also talk about some case studies, So you you could say, you know, I'll give you an example of a previous client that I helped. They were struggling with this, this, and this. They wanted to achieve this and I helped them to do this. And as a result, blah, blah, blah. So you're actually telling them a story and this is factual. It's true, right? I mean, obviously you're not going to lie, but this this is a true story. So when you tell it, you don't have to worry about saying, oh, I'm really good because you're simply telling a true story. And no one's going to um, disagree with you and go, oh, that's not a true story, because it is. So sharing facts is not bragging. Another way that you can overcome your fear around bragging is to share your passion and excitement about the work or the project instead. You know, that that is super attractive when you can talk about you know how passionate you are. It helps you to stand out. Um, it brings your personality into it, and it gets them excited as well. And if you can do this, it shows that hey, you, you actually really love what you do, and that that is also um, of huge value to people. Uh, something else that people tend to think when it comes to talking about value is they think, well, why should I have to explain my value? My work should speak for itself. Now, my response to that is you shouldn't rely on the client or your boss to figure it out, to connect the dots. You need to be there to connect the dots for them. Now, when I was an architect, I found many architects had that exact approach. They thought their idea was, oh, my work should speak for itself. My drawings should be able to communicate effectively. But here's the thing a client doesn't know how to translate architectural drawings, okay? Architects know how to translate architectural drawings. So, an architect, their role is to explain what those drawings would mean for the client, okay? So, yes, an architect could say, okay, so this is going to be your your house. It's going to have this bedroom here and this bedroom there and the kitchen here and you go through here and The client can see that on the drawing, but the architect needs to be there to say, and the reason why we've put this window here is so that you get the beautiful morning sun in so you can enjoy um, your mornings, which is the, you know, the lifestyle that you want. You can have your um, cup of coffee while sitting out there and enjoying time with your family. You know, it's actually bringing that story, that narrative into it and bringing that emotion into it that really sells it. Okay. So, don't be afraid to talk people through what it is that you do, you're you doing for them or what it would mean for them to achieve this, okay? Don't be afraid to demonstrate the knowledge that you have and to help them to understand. Um, a lot of people, you know, in, in different professions, they get frustrated because they, they feel like their clients don't appreciate them and the work that they do And like I mentioned before, it's like tip of the iceberg. Sometimes our clients will only see that tiny little bit of what we do, yet under the surface, there's a whole lot of other stuff that goes on. Now, you can explain that to them. You can say, look, I want to be transparent. This is what we're doing for you. And this is all the steps that we're going to have to take in order to get there. So this is this is what we're doing. And it's requiring this, 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 and this knowledge that we have and blah, blah, blah. You know, so there's nothing wrong with taking those steps, but taking your client through those steps. Okay? So that's something that's really really important. Now, if you're still thinking, "Oh, I just I don't know what the value that I bring." Maybe you're still a little bit unsure, something you can do is to get feedback from others. I I've spoken about this before. These are this is something that I love sharing with people because I know it's really effective. If you find people that you trust and you know well, you can ask them, firstly, what do you do well? So you say to them, oh, so if you feel a bit weird, just say, oh, I listened to this podcast and um, Christina who runs a podcast, she's she's super cool. Um, she she, uh, she posed this challenge for us to ask these questions. So I just wanted to ask um, the first question, what do I do well? And the second thing, The second question is, why is this important to you? Now, that second question, why is this important to you, is a real indicator of the value that you bring, okay? Really important. So ask three people who know you well what it is that you do well and why is that important to them? And from there, you can start to realize that what you do does hold true value. You're not just doing a task or fulfilling a, um, a function. You're actually having a greater impact and making people's lives easier and making a much greater impact than you may have originally thought. So get out there, ask people, get that feedback and start to, and continue, start and continue to, um, communicate your value and get paid what you're worth, and get the recognition that you deserve. Show notes for this episode will be at thecmethod.com slash value. If you want to recap, do go there. Um, And I hope that you have enjoyed this episode and found it useful. Now, if you continue to struggle to communicate your value, and if you feel like you're not getting paid what you're worth, or maybe you're not getting the recognition and opportunities you deserve, then do reach out. I'm happy to jump on a call with you to explore if we can help you or your team uh, through one of my coaching or training programs. This is something that I do work with my clients on and it's something that I absolutely love to do. So if this sounds like something you would like to develop in, then do email me at cc at thecmethod.com and we will set up a call. And that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Keep on being awesome and I'll talk to you next week. My name's Christina Canters. Ciao. Thank you for listening to Stand Out, Get Noticed. To learn more and inquire about The C Method coaching, keynote, and corporate training programs, visit thecmethod.com.